0: Good morning, Vernon. The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin.
1: crazy today. I don't even really have a question. Um, probably more of a, more of a statement. We got a lot of good stuff going on over here in the, your old hometown here, Philadelphia. We have the Eagles who are on a roaring start, 5-0. and oh. The Sixers who are starting off a season where they're they're looking prime for something special. The flyers, whatever. Um, but most importantly, the Phillies who have painted October red for us here. Um and it's really exciting. Being out, I don't know, what is it? Three thousand miles away? Like two thousand. Two thousand. What does that feel like? What is that is it is it like when you're going to the grocery store or, or, you know, the gas station, which probably would have been Wawa if you were here and you're not getting like, you know, Red October or Goldbergs or like, what is that What does that feel like?
0: Uh, It's definitely different. So the hockey team here won, yeah. the, mm-hmm. won the uh Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah, that's and right. Yeah, and I didn't even know that they were playing, right? Because yeah. it didn't register in my mind that there was – because I don't follow hockey, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I would I'm about to say, yeah. Uh, so I don't follow hockey so, to begin with, but then double on top of that, like, it didn't – I didn't occur to me that there were people that were, like, excited about it. And I didn't I didn't pick up on the shirts or the hats or whatever, right? And so I just didn't even notice, right? Whereas, you know, in Philly, like, remember that, that Iverson run in mm-hmm. 2001, mm-hmm. right? Like Flags on the cars, baby. It seemed like every single car had the flags. It really seemed like every single car had the flags. <laughs> and, like, you know, the parade for the Phillies on Halloween, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, there was a lot of people there. So, when we went... We took the train into the parade. We drove down to the Elwyn station. We didn't yeah. try to pick it up in Lansdowne. We drove down to the Elwyn station because we were like, mm, "Let's make sure we get on the train." Smart move. Smart move. Right. So we get on the train. It's jam packed. They like are sh- they're shoving people into the train right to get them on. And they stop at the media station, and then they just go.
1: They no just more reward-
0: room. They, did, they didn't stop anywhere else on that whole R3 line. They did Elwyn, media, and they were out. And that was it. Dang. And I was like, so that's how many people went to the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that there were a million people at the Phillies parade. I think that that's the number that got bandied about, right? Mm-hmm. And even if, you, even if it was 900,000, right? Like, it was just a, you know, or the Eagles parade. Like, you know, like a million people call it, right? There are five million people in Colorado, right? The whole wow. state, right? So you know, just the the scale of things is so different. Um, we were talking before, and I was like, "Yeah, if you want a doctor's appointment, you could pretty much just make a doctor's appointment, and then you get a doctor's appointment like three or four days from now." Like, cause the scale of things is just different when you live in a less crowded place, mm. and uh, yeah, it's it's a different it's a different vibe. So, you know, I, I don't really know what to say about that other than
1: do you, do you miss not like no. Like nah? Never. Nah, not, not I mean in these moments. Nope. Like not like nope. you know? I mean, I would fly home for the parade.
0: Right? Like if the Phillies do the unthinkable because they're not good enough to win the World Series. They're not they sh- theoretically they're not good enough to win the World Series. But if they do the unthinkable and and win the World Series this year, you know I'm flying home for the parade. Like it's not yeah. close. Right? But um, I'm not I, I'm just as excited you know what I mean like uh, you know I got my my rally towel I got like I got everything that I need like pretty much right within hand's reach you know Dang. what I mean I'm ready but you're just I'm just not going to the games that's the difference right like I was there for the Brett Myers walk right and, and, wow. and the Shane Victorino grand slam like I so I have like those memories of like being in the building right and none of those memories I don't have I won't have that from this but we were sitting in this room watching the Phillies game, like, you know, excited wow. and en- enjoying it. And do- you know, the dog's got her jersey on and everything. So, like,
1: you know. It would suck for me. Like, like it, it would suck for me. It wouldn't. Nah, like, I would. It, it, you know why? You would, I, I mean, you would adapt. You would adapt. You would that's, that's just what it happens. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, you know, like, <clears throat> how many games did, like, your dad and your brother you know somehow they come over a friend or somebody comes over and you get to like experience those moments in 08 where you know yeah, like, like, right. like like, I would I, I would miss those moments of being like yo know, the games you know like this Sunday Eagles Cowboys like if I wasn't here i mean, like I'd be kind of like looking around for somebody to like talk Eagles Cowboys with or like Feel the energy of Eagles, Cowboys, and be like, not getting it. I would miss it, man. You wouldn't. I would, I would miss it.
0: You wouldn't. There's 300 days of sun.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> so
0: it's just sunny and beautiful every day. So every day it's, you're it's, like, it's worth,
1: it's worth that trade off, huh?
0: Yeah, easily, easily. Yeah. There's no traffic out here. I mean, the people out here think that there's traffic. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, there's but there's no they don't know what traffic is you know what i mean like they don't understand that like 76 is just a parking lot for five hours every
1: day five You're being generous That's... yeah
0: you know what i mean like yeah. like they've never hit 76 at five o'clock in the morning on a
1: saturday and, and been then in like, traffic why is there people here? why like, is there why? traffic here yeah so true actually so it's right. never safe i always tell people 76 is never safe never safe never safe. so
0: you know that like, it's just different it's just totally yeah. different so yeah, yeah. You, work, and it, you, you you are you as soon as you move out here you go like oh this is worth it yeah and like you're like oh there's stuff i'm gonna not have and you're like i'm sorry right. and there's Ooh. eagles bars like you would just go to the eagles bar
1: yeah, they do every everywhere has an Eagles bar for, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, cuz Philadelphia is just so
0: broken. We're just like so into our teams that we're like, "Oh no, 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 no. we need an Eagles bar. Where is the Eagles bar?" <laughs> <laughs> so you just be driving every every Sunday to Arvada or wherever and go into the, the Going Eagles to
1: the bar. Eagles bar. Yep. Yeah. Nah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I I, I would be heartbroken at it. I'd be like, "Oh, man, I'm missing it." Uh, it's I'm missing the noise. I'm missing the flags in the car. I'm missing the Go Birds and the, you know, so Red October, I, baby. Red, I how many people gave me their Red October? Oh my I, way genu- into that store? I genuinely
0: thought the same thing. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, keep in mind, I got like a Philadelphia tattoo on the back of my Yes. House, right. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I kind of never, ever thought that I'd leave for sure. And I certainly didn't think that I would leave and be like, I'm good. I don't ever need to go back. Woof! I certainly Ah. didn't. I never, ever thought that that would be the, the, like, the switch. And it's 100% the switch. Wow. So, like, you think you would. You think you would. But then, like, all of a sudden the taxes are way lower. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, the list of benefits outweighs the list of cons so much.
1: It's insane. Yeah. Wow. All right, man. Yeah, That's crazy. let's go, Phils, man. Let's let's keep this juju going. Yes, sir. Let's keep the juju going uh, in the right way. And man, um, yeah, let's let's spill some of that onto the Eagles, and then yeah, I'll pour it all over the, the Sixers, and leave a couple drops for the Flyers. Huh? Just a just a couple. Drops. Yeah, I mean I you know they
0: also they are also a te- uh, a team in the town. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know i don't uh-huh. i can't really re- i can't really relate to the hockey thing but me neither you know. so me neither. the uh this is the interesting thing going on with with jd right okay so okay. he 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 signed up right he got a bunch he got a bunch of people entered so 77 wow. 77 quick. customers are in like he's he he is using it right quick wow so he but He's kind of slowed usage, like since then, right? So he like, he kind of went on, did a burst of stuff, right? And then Mm sort of stopped. So like he just entered all the DC, you know, there's Marvel, DC, there's a couple of big publishers, right? So he entered all of DC and then nothing. Mm. So... I'm, I, I sent him like I've sent him a couple of update emails there were a few features that he asked for like can I add addresses like stuff like that right little stuff no big deal and uh, so I added each one of these like little things sort of over time to his uh, to his you know per his requests right I added and so I've sent him an email about each one of those things you think I should like reach out and follow up and be like, "Hey, everything all right?" <laughs> right, because he hasn't uh, he hasn't reached back out. He hasn't touched any uh, any of these files at all. So, uh, should I be worried, or do you think hmm. I should just give him some time?
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. So what? <clears> hmm. <throat> And how long how long has this been? I guess it's only uh, been a- it's only been like two weeks at the very most. So what we, what we know right away about JD is that he does come and go. He does come and go. Well, he's got he's got a wife. He's got a a, a, a young
0: kid, right? A, like a newborn, like kids you carry the kid you kind of kind of kid you carry around. Yeah. So like he's got some he's got some other things pulling at his uh, focus
1: yeah I I kind of feel without knowing them or seeing them or anything
0: mm-hmm.
1: it kind of feels like remember when we remember when we listen to soar and and other books had this as well where you talk about like getting out of the operating the day-to-day business things on the business in the business yeah exactly yeah exactly yes get from get from out of the business in order to to drive and steer the business right I think that's kind of vaguely what the per point of the, 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 the uh, what the point of it was sure. which is simply like if you're in the business and you're doing every single thing well who's actually building the business and it feels like just off of our conversations that I don't know man does he have an assistant? Is there someone else that, like, could be reached out to or contact with that that'll handle, like, is he plugging in the names himself? Is he hiring someone to plug the names? Like, is he actually the one that's going to be using the system? Like, that that's the part that I, it almost feels like he, if he is the one that's using the system and he is doing all these things, hes he's got a lot on his plate, man. He's, uh, he does
0: uh, and that's and that's why we had to re- remember that's why we kept reaching out right the strategy was like let Jd be G- JD we know he's got like a lot on his plate so and so we are experiencing that same thing but it is a little bit uh you know stressful to watch because you want to see him onboarded and using it for all of his customers that way we can be like okay well how do we build value right like That's how we kind of transition Into that So right now We haven't seen that uh,
1: And this could help them
0: This could save them some time This could
1: Actually help Where the issue is
0: Yeah So we We have this like Additional We we saw an additional an, An initial burst of enthusiasm Right But we haven't seen anything Since that burst of enthusiasm So like Part of me wants to leave it alone Because I don't I've already spent a lot of energy on him, right? For, for what we're talking, we're talking about a $39 a month app, right? Like if you're spending $39 a month, you can't spend a lot of time with each customer, really. True. Right? (laughs) Like, because in order to make that up, you know, if you spend five hours with a customer, you're gonna need to spend, they're gonna need to be a customer paying for six months, right, Mm. just to make that five hours that you spent once profitable, right? So, yeah. you know
1: but I don't want to spend same.
0: a ton of time But also I want that value from JD Of like exactly. getting what does he need What are the features that he wants That kind of stuff
1: Exactly I think <clears throat> Just like you just said You know, what you're learning What you're getting from him is so much more than You know forty dollars a month You know, it's, it's more than that you're really getting an opportunity to figure out from him what what are the things that are working, what are the things that are not working. And even for him, like, maybe he stopped for a reason. And maybe understanding that reason could help, you know, you down the line with making a better product. You know what I mean? So I, I think that checking in on him would be absolutely worth it, the right thing to do, and even if it's just a straight up of, hey, I saw, you know, I saw you stop entering things in, or, you know, like, is there anything that I can help you with, or, like, did you get caught up, yeah, like, did you get caught up, I'm here, you know what I mean, because, yeah, you, you you put in time with this individual, but mainly because, you know, he, he's a customer that you, you want to be able to help, down the road he's the type of customer he has multiple store locations seems to be doing pretty well you know how many comic book stores are there in colorado so you kind of gotta oh no not kevin
0: it's this is jd
1: kevin where's jd out of not colorado no he's in mania in philly yeah oh shoot i thought he was in colorado Nah. oh Uh, dang jd's in mania oh so you guys are only on the internet talking Huh. Dang. No. Do Do you guys have any people you know in common? Like, is there? Yeah, that, something. Yeah. That...
0: That, so JD, the way JD showed up is because the lady who used to cut Sarah's hair. It's her husband.
1: Ah, so you guys. And, why, okay. So okay. he was. I was like,
0: wouldn't this be a cool app to build? And then Sarah was like, you should ask JD. And I was like, who's JD? <laughs> And so then I built it after I talked to JD the first time.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Now we're here. Yeah. It is. It's weird. That's weird. You guys have like an, you guys are like somewhat, have been connected somewhat in an intimate way. Like. A little bit. Yeah. He's definitely
0: warm market.
1: Yeah. This is warm market. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, I always thought JD was like some like. Cold market, you just walked in the store and was like, hey, I got this at."
0: No, that's Kevin.
1: I thought they were the same way.
0: Nope. Uh,
1: yeah no, no. yeah. Kevin's, Kevin's kind of cold and JD's kind of warm. Oh, so JD kind of knows that, or at least you would hope that he understands that, like, him, he's actually helping you also. So, oh, yeah, he gets it. He, yeah. he totally gets it. So that's interesting. It's interesting that, like, yeah, he sounds like he just needs, he might need, like, some, 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 yeah, or even just, like, from a business standpoint, maybe he's just, like, overwhelmed and stretched way too thin.
0: I, I think, I mean, I suspect that he is. I mean, it, like, look at you, right? And 2400, right? Like, yeah. You guys put a thing together, put a bunch of put a bunch of work into it right yeah and immediately saw success right yeah mm-hmm. I would say borderline like product market fit kind of level of success right like you saw yeah. like initial success for sure mm-hmm. and then since then you've been like, well what we really have the energy and time for is like these kind of one-off events yeah. You're like, that's really what you have the energy and time for, as opposed to building an online spice brand. You kind of just don't have the energy and focus and time for that
1: because you have
0: families and all the other Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, regular careers, all the stuff that the three of you have going. And I think that he's probably suffering from a lot of those same uh, pressures, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That you guys are suffering from. So I agree. So I think like the reach out really is just more of a, you know, just checking to make sure everything's good, just checking to make sure that I can't, you know, there's not anything that I can, you know, assist with. I didn't know if you got snagged up or if you had any questions for me. Yeah, absolutely. That, that. cause yeah, I think there's a little sensitivity to like, like you said, he's got a lot of life going on. Yeah. So being able to have a little sensitivity to that. So he doesn't feel like, you know, not so much that he's being attacked, but just so that he doesn't feel, you know. I don't want him like, to feel like I'm one more thing that he has to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you want to just make sure that's exactly right. You want to just make sure he knows that, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm available and I'm here. Yeah, I'm av- available and I'm here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I've been thinking about is, like, so for each of the titles, right? you essentially have to add in a title. So like Superman, right? Uh Obviously you've heard of Superman, right? Superman has like, so he needs to enter his own Superman. And the reason that he needs to enter his own Superman is because each comic shop seems to do it kind of their own way. Right. Uh Like somebody might like to do it as a, action comics comma Superman, and some people might like to do it as Superman comma action comics, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, And so, so because of that, I've kind of like held a hands-off approach, but like one of the sort of back of my mind features that I'm thinking about is maybe I can make a subset of all of the titles mm-hmm. automatically mm-hmm. available, right? So like, Hey, here's when you start, there's already a hundred titles the most common ones, right, are already ready to go. And from here, you can sort of kind of build out your, your your experience, you know what I mean? Like that way, if they go like, I actually don't want it labeled this way, you can create your own. But the base is already set up. So I think I'm gonna sort of build that in over the next month or two.
1: There you go. Uh, so no, I, I saying make that. It that easier,
0: make it easier for the guy that's actually, really busy.
1: <clears throat> they actually have to type in, in each column, yeah, they basically have to create each each title on their own, right? But a bunch of the titles like are it's forever. Just one, it's just one time they got to do that. Yeah, when one. they got to keep doing it for like each person that they're there's just no, the no, one just, time they yeah, can. just just
0: the one oh, time. Okay. Like so, yeah, so, you have to create bad. like
1: if you have a product, you have to create your product, right? And, mo- and and I would assume like a lot of people would probably want to create it so that it reads the way that that they, they want it communicate to. it.
0: Yes, which is why I had kind of laid off it. Mm -hmm. But I think if I made a base titles of like – because there are some that are just like Amazing Spider-Man is never going anywhere, right? Like if Amazing Spider-Man goes somewhere, the world is over, right? (laughs) Like like it's never going anywhere. So I might as well just make like those – let's say it's 50 titles, the 50 most popular titles. I might as well just make those and they're available and you can use them or create your own. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Seems like seems like a worthwhile thing that would make somebody like JD's life a little bit easier,
1: right? Yeah, I think so.
0: Man, yeah. so I'll figure that. I'll I'll figure that out too. But I mean, if you look at it, he entered a whole bunch. Like he, you know. So I, I think all in all, we could say it's a success, right? Um, because like for his his shop, he's got a, a lot of Batman stuff. Just like a ton of Batman stuff. And you go in and you look. He's got 15 people who subscribe to Batman. Right? And then if you go to. um, The hold files at. Grand Slam. Right? Which has two shops. Right? And you go to the same thing. It's. It's kind of the same. Level of numbers. You know what I mean? Like. It's pretty. It's pretty similar. Sort of numbers. Like. For, a hit, for a Grand Slam, for Batman, they have 25 mm. over over two shops. JD has 15 at one shop. So, like, that's a pretty close number, right? Yeah. You go, like, oh. So, he probably put all his Batmans in. He put all his Batmans in. He just hasn't got – he's got no Spider-Mans. You know what I mean? So, he, so it's yeah. like – but if you look at it, you go, like, okay, well, JD's doing as well, as well, as Grand Slam, right? Like, kind mm-hmm. of the same, similar kind of numbers. So, the – I'm being able to look across the two and say, like, these are, this looks correct. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of need the communication with JD. Because it sounds like with Grand Slam, you you, you have a, a little more access and a little more communication with those guys. Um, yeah,
0: well, also, they're done now. Like, they use it every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're in. And like I, I will say one thing that's good about this app. It seems like, is that you, like I don't ever see them moving. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Once you're in, you're you're in. You know, it's like it'd be like I think it's like switching from iPhone to Android. Like it, it's gonna oh, be a hard yeah. it's gonna be a hard switch, which is good for me and my business, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, that, that's what that, you want. That,
1: that interface is a little bit uh, yeah. That that's a a specific interface there that's a android or apple interface
0: yeah you want to like you want to lock people in and they're like oh this is what i'm used to right and like i don't think you can go from this system
1: to just some totally other
0: maybe you can go to something totally other but i don't think you can go back to a spreadsheet you know what i mean uh yeah yeah yeah. you can't you can't downgrade like anything else is going to be a downgrade so i think that like i got that part right but we'll have to see to sort of, like, build up the rest of the features. I don't know. A
1: lot, a lot, a lot there. A lot left, right? Yeah. But, no, definitely. I would say, uh, yeah, you got to do the reach out. You just got to do, like, a wellness check. You know? Total wellness check.
0: All right. I'll drop one in the middle of this week. Maybe, like, after. when Comics come out on Wednesdays. So, I'll, I'll drop one on Thursday. I'll be like, hey, man, checking in. I noticed that you entered DC, but you haven't entered any Marvel stuff. What You know, anything holding
1: you up. Yeah. Day.
0: so cool man what do you got anything good
1: yeah we're uh getting ready for these three events I got them basically back to back event Friday event Saturday 21st and the 22nd of uh October and then we're doing something on the no- November 18th so we got a we got a pretty full you know a pretty full couple of weeks for us because you know we don't really have a ton of time to do a lot of stuff so you know that when we get that opportunity that that's always fun so we'll you know it's keeping it pretty simple um been playing around with the with the sous vide for this event as well um i did a brisket in the sous vide yesterday and uh i just gotta gotta work on that technique but that's something that uh i might be able to offer yeah, look, I've look, tried the brisket uh, sous vide.
0: Yes. I haven't had a whole lot of success with the brisket specifically. But like a lot of stuff like pork chops. I mean, there's a, there's things that are right for it. Brisket, I've tried a couple of different times. It just seems to go better. You just throw it in the a, in a Dutch oven, you know, at, at, now, at yours, 250 it... for five hours or whatever it is. Yeah. How long do
1: you do yours for when you when you do the uh, when you do the brisket? I think it? the
0: brisket recipe that I did was like sixteen hours or something like that. So it was like yeah.
1: super long, yeah. And was it was came
0: it? out; it was okay. It, but that's all. It was just okay.
1: Yeah. The thing that I like about it is I usually smoke mine, and I gotta be outside yeah. and all touching. day messing and touching and checking and touching and like a lot of like, uh, look alive cooking. So, I said, like, you got to be in it. Yep. And so, it's nice with the sous vide to be able to, like, go to bed overnight and not have to worry about it. You yeah. Know, so, that part with was the, nice.
0: With the briskets that I normally make, I'll just, like, put it in the oven at, you know, 10 a.m. or something like that. I can't remember exactly the, t- the timing, but, like, put it in at 10 a.m. and then it's ready for dinner, right? Yeah. And, like, that's also kind of sous vide Whereas, like, every time I've tried to do one, like, smoked or something like that, like, it's, it's been a lot of fuss. A lot of work. A lot of work. And, and that's fun and fine if I'm kind of looking for that. But a lot of times I'm just looking for dinner. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a yeah. balance.
1: Yeah. So, it came, it came out. It was it was good. I, I, you know, the only thing that I would say to me is sometimes I get lazy. I didn't wrap it when I put it on the grill. So, yeah. you know. I could have kept it, you know, wrapped, locked in the moisture. I also, my vacuum sealer melted on the stove, so like I don't know. Where small kitchen, small house. Kids. Somehow, yeah. Well, not even kids this time. I I was vacuum sealing something, also cooking on the oven. The back two sure. burners get real hot when the oven's on, sure. and I think. I didn't realize it was back there, and then eventually, it, it melted the uh, the suve. Sous- I mean, the the, the the sealer. So now yeah. all it does, I mean, it melted the vacuum part. Now all it does is seal. So I, I only could seal it, and it had a bunch of air still in it. So it was floating. Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. So what? It, it was floating. It wasn't. It didn't submerge and wrap around like it's yeah. supposed to so i gotta do it again on account of that like that that hurt me yeah. so i i got on account of that i'm gonna run it back and and do me another do, a, do a it do it give it another go because it yeah you know so i just ordered a new new vacuum sealer but makes make sure i keep this one out of the <laughs> yeah
0: keep it safe <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah yeah it's uh you know much
0: it. the sous vide is a is a good tool but it, you got to get used to it you got to get used to the tricks of it. So, uh, Michael Williams, Michael K. Williams. hmm mm-hmm. How's your reaction? What are you, what are you
1: thinking? Oh, man. And those, the, these, chapters here are, so, the first thing I keep going back to is that bro, had some, like, he really had a demons that he was fighting and you you have no idea you know with some people like you, you just don't you just don't know and he was he was really fighting some demons man like through his whole height of his acting career he was literally on drugs
0: yeah for for entire two season runs of stuff he would be like yeah cuz I think I forget what he's what show he was talking about but he was like so I did the show and then right after that I went to rehab. <laughs> and you yeah. were like, "Oof. What?" Yeah, he was like, he was battling, man. He you know. Yeah. He definitely he definitely was was battling. And it was interesting because he was so self-aware, you know? Yes. Um, yes.
1: And he was still battling even during this time, even even as he was writing this book. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, his battle never ended. And he was aware of that as well. Yep. So so that, like, the more you learn, the more you know about him. And, like, I thought his story was, oh, yeah, he used to do drugs. Then he became famous. And then he stopped doing drugs and turned into this activist. Right. And that, like, that. And then sort of fell back into it and it all went wrong. Yeah, yeah. Even I thought, like, even the way that the news portrayed it, like, he died of like bad drugs where there was like a a lace drug lace fentanyl lace pill or something and even with that you kind of think like oh maybe he just was like you know popping Xanaxes to like relax you know what I mean but like no he was like he was like hardcore in and he would go in and out in and out even as an activist even as an actor even as a so you know it's just one of those things that you hear it in everything that he, in in this book, it's, it's present the whole time, which is that, you know, you go through, we go through hard, people go through hard times, you know, people have ups and downs, people are one step away from losing it, making a bad decision, different things like that. And I think the thing that I like about him is he, t- this book talks a lot about, like, not throwing people away and giving people, you know, second chances and the type of treatment that they need because even someone who makes a bad decision isn't necessarily a bad person and sometimes wrapping your arms around somebody and showing them love is is much more necessary than just making them a hardcore criminal especially when you're talking about teenagers. You know, and I think he realizes that in his life as a teenager, he could have it could have easily went a different direction. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have been the one that sliced someone's face, you know, and been sitting in the jail cell and never got to this point. And so, with our teens, man, we we gotta do definitely a better job of understanding that they they are teenagers, and as a teenager, you make a lot of mistakes, pretty dumb ones. And some of them even lead to people having their lives lost. And even those ones, we still have to have understanding for that young kid because. Well, especially. Yeah. You know, especially.
0: You know, like it, it's um the. You know, it's really easy to, you know, give somebody a second chance when it's something silly, Right. You're not actually yeah. challenge. You're not actually challenging anything, when somebody does something stupid and you give them a second chance, and the stakes are low, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's the other side. It's when it's difficult, right? It's when it's the hardest times. That's when you really need to um, do it, right? Like, what you really need then is to I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but that that's like that's really the issue is that, yeah, you know, I mean, it's one thing, it's one thing to say like, Oh, you know, so-and-so broke a glass window. And so they're gonna, you know, they have to do, you know, a community service day of cleanup or something. Right. And pay a hundred dollars to fix the window. Like, okay, that's a, you know, you can, you can see that. And then it's when somebody does something that's like, you know, genuinely horror quote unquote horrifying. Right. Where like, you know, you pick up a 15 a year old for selling drugs right okay well what's your reaction like are you or are you gonna try to ruin their life or are you gonna you know just take it take it easy and be like oh i can i can just accept that like teenagers do stupid stuff and selling drugs is just a way to make money like i don't know it,
1: yeah no you're saying something that like at its core it's like a lot of times that like, as people we We panic at the most most challenging situations, right? Like we like we panic. Like the more challenging something is, the more more we're yeah. The more we will react, and the more we we get into panic. And I think at its core principles, the more panic, I mean, the more chaos, the more difficult, the more you know, you go and go down the list. The more calm and the more reason. And the more understanding that you have to have. Correct. But you know what I mean? Like even when and it's easy, you know, I'm sure it's you know, if you're listening to this or whatever, you could easily say, Well, what do these two know? Like how many people have taken your your child's life as a teenager or how many you know what I mean? And and that and all that being true, you know, all that being true, I think the issue is that we definitely we, we we panic even on the smaller things too early on in people's lives.
0: Where you know what I mean? I mean you, you see you see it all the time. We've yeah. you know I I mean I, again I'm not a parent so I don't have to deal with it. But like if you look around like adolescence is criminalized. Like being a kid, you can't just be a kid and exist anymore. You know what, nope. what I mean? And if you, and and maybe you never could. You know maybe maybe I don't maybe I'm maybe I'm looking back with rose colored glasses or whatever. But you know, children's lives are much more scheduled now. It's a different sort of thing, and I, you know, it doesn't affect me directly, other than the fact that I look and I go, like, why are we? Why is it when you see three kids just walking down the street, you think like, oh, there's trouble, right? Like, yeah. why did we? Why did we build a society where that's where we're at? Doesn't seem like a good move. You
1: know and, what I mean? Like, and, and to the book. I think there's things that we can do where we can do way earlier in that kid's life to help make sure that 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 isn't the way that we wind up viewing you know that that you know that the kid you know or our children sure. you know there there's a way there's a way that we make sure that you know if we're as the adults in this in this you know world we need to be treating those kids those future adolescents that are going to in the future be looked at as criminals and do all this you know uh, terrorizing of society and in the world think back to when those those teenagers were children and were inside of your community how much did you do to help prevent them from going down in that path. How much did you, if you see a hungry kid, are you, are you trying to feed them? Sure. Or are you just going up? That's not my hungry kid. And moving on.
0: Yeah. Or I mean, or if you, if you think about it, like it's another place to look at it is for, you know, ex-cons, right? Like that, the company that I used to work at, we hired basically exclusively ex-cons to work in our warehouse. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And like, it's really easy to hire ex-cons to do, to do tasks. Because there's like pretty much you just like walk into a goodwill and you say I'd like to hire some people and they'll be like cool we have we have thirty people <laughs> who are mm-hmm. ready to be hired right and they're showing a willingness by walking into goodwill and saying like I need a job right so like you've al- they've already self selected out the people who are still living in two worlds right like and that's mm-hmm. the thing that you're worried about when you're hiring hiring an ex con I get it you know I get that anxiety as a as a business owner or. A, a manager or whatever. Right. And you look at it, you go like, are we, are you doing that work of like, so somebody did something. Okay. Like mm-hmm. you could still hire him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just yeah. cause like, who cares? Like most of the time, oh, he was a violent criminal. Okay. Is he now,
1: you know, like maybe, we, we, but maybe that's, that's the risk. That's the thing. You know what it is? We're so, you know, and I think, and this goes back to the book, which in the chapters, you know, Michael K. Williams is is talking about prison reform, uh, giving second chances, you know, not having such harsh penalties on teenagers, um, you know, that end up in the system, all of that stuff. And I think what's interesting, you know, Devin, is that immediately when you talk about someone who has a reputation of, of being, a you know, Making bad decisions or whatever, you know, and we talk about a, that group as a whole. Most people think of, well, I'm not getting, I'm not hiring that person because what if I'm not hiring any of them? Because if I hire them and they do something wrong, like I'm gonna be an idiot. Like, why would I hire an ex-con? Right? Like that. That's how people look at it from the premise of there's a potential chance that. Which one, whichever one of those that I hire could be still going to do something that's going to put me in a, you know, a difficult situation because they're an ex-kind. But the no one ever looks at the other side of that, which is there's probably 75 to 80 percent of them are actually genuinely here to change their life around, to do better, to live a better life. And by you allowing that fear of the 20% to, to to basically have you X all of them off the list, like there's 80% that you're sending back in the world without an option. But yep. to be turned on you and have chaos. You know, because the majority, of you know what I mean? Like, like you're no, actually hurting yourself potentially more in the long run by not being the type of company that's willing to to give chances to people because once you start taking all the chances away from people, they don't, have any they, they, they don't have any other choice. They turn on you. Well, I mean, if you, if you look at it, the, you know,
0: um, you know, I'm a pretty, pretty, uh, pr- I'm much more aggressively, um, end the drug war completely and legalize all drugs than most people that you'll ever meet. Right. Yes. <clears throat> and that's, and I get it that I'm, further out on that spectrum than most people. Right. But let people are going to generally my philosophy on this. Is if people are going to do the thing, you should let them do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like if they're going to do it for sure, you should let them do it and just try to make it safe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where you should but, land Especially when you're talking like drugs, especially when you're talking like people are never going to not do drugs and they're never going to not want to do drugs. Mm-hmm. People want to do drugs. They've always had for all of human history and they always will. So just make it safe, right? Don't, Because all these kids and, and young people and adults dying from yeah. heroin and fentanyl overdoses, right? Like mm-hmm. every one of those is a choice that we're making. We're choosing to let those people die yeah. instead how, of just giving them a safe place
1: to do this, right? How about these new, like the new drug facilities that they're opening up? And how many people are like laughing at that? In 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 like how crazy it sounds, they're opening up a drug facility for people to shoot dope in their arms. That's what you need. You need that because I would much rather have all the people who are high on dope right now in one room, safe off the street, safe from harming themselves or anyone else.
0: They're not gonna. They're not gonna like accidentally like walk out into the middle of the street and then you're just driving, minding your own business, and then boom. And then now your life is, for the rest of your life, you've you've killed somebody in a car accident that you didn't mean to do. And you have to live with that for the rest of your life. And then this person, this human, has now passed away because they were doing something that was unsafe. But, like, people do unsafe stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People go skiing. Yeah, That's unsafe. Just yeah. do it as safe as you can. Wear a helmet. Like, you know, so... Yeah, so all that stuff, like, so I get it. I'm further out than most people on that kind of thing, and that's okay. But, like, this is, it's just, you need to remember that, like, there's just a human at the other end of that thing. It's a real live person, you know? And, like, now they, like, Michael K. Williams is a real live guy. He was a, and he struggled his whole entire life. (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? And then, like, just because we didn't have a safe place for him to do this thing, now we're we're robbed of his talent and his interest and his enthusiasm for life. Cause he had all those things you could tell from the book, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure, man. Yeah. It's not the way to do it, man. Nah, it's a, it's a good book though. I like, I like where he, I like what he's his last years on this earth and what he was focused on and how he was really pushing to make difference and change. And, and I'm, I'm excited to, get more and more into that part. It looks like the next couple of chapters, uh, I think we got six left. And three left. Like, I think we're, I think we have left? three left. Oh, all right. Done, okay. Three. Next week. Is yeah. It. So I think these chapters are dedicated. It looks like to what he did back in his neighborhood and how he started to give back and how, you know, he became more of an activist. Yeah. Um, is what these chapters are about. So I looking forward to that for sure. Same. All right. Well, uh, where can people find us, Vernon? They can find us at uh, theprocessisblackandwhite.com or they can search us on any one of their social media platforms at The Process is Black and White and we'll pop right up. All right, man. Talk to you next week. Yep. Take it easy, bro.